Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, through thick and thin, it's my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reg? What's <laughs> going on, man? You know, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, I ain't going nowhere. So I'm, yeah. I'm always going to be right here, man. I know, I know, I know. It, uh, it will celebrate together and we'll suffer together, right? Because today is one of those days where you, it, it's, it's, it's testing the, the loyalty, that's for sure. Uh, yes. You know, at the game like today, man, this is, whoo, boy, this is, what, week 11? This yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is bad, man. This is this is real bad, brother. Um, <clears throat> I will just start this off, and I know you're going to kind of get into a little bit of stats, but my, my confidence number that I gave on the last podcast was a five, and you were like, well, why? And I said, I gave you some reason. And I said, right. one of those reasons was this is the Washington thing to do. They would go and lose to a team like the New York Giants, who's pretty much, in my opinion, is not very good. Only had two wins on the year. One of those came against us and was playing their third string quarterback. And they had a plethora of injuries. And yet at home, a Washington team, all intents and purposes, fully healthy, would struggle against the New York Giants team. But not only did we struggle, we actually lost the game. We, we lost every home game except for the home opener week one. Yeah. So this is a tough one, man. This is a tough one to swallow. I will say I'm glad I wasn't at the game. Um, I was at the game that we just got throttled by Chicago Bears. Um I really don't even feel like going over stats. The only stat that really matters in this game at the end of the day is the scoreboard stat, 31-19. Um, <clears throat> if you told me that we were going to give up 31 points to the worst team, offensive team in the NFL, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I could, I, I would be skeptical that we were going to lose the game. Obviously, when I talk about the previous one, to, to think that we were like fighting and hoping and something's going to change, right? Something's going to change. We're going to get into a groove and just never did. Anytime that we started to get in a groove and, and we'd have a drive going, there'd be a turnover. Um, there was, along with turnover, six turnovers, uh, there was just some knucklehead plays out there that you scratch your head and go, what is what is going on? Um, I, I, one that I'll use as an example is when there was, a few minutes left, we're going down to try to score a touchdown. Threw a ball to B-Rob. He's four or five yards from the sideline. Get your yards to get out of bounds. But instead, he decides to cut in and ends up fumbling ball. Now, that's one of them that we recovered. But it's like, why? Why are you doing this? Do you, this isn't your first game. You got coached through high school. You got coached through college. You've been coached in the pros and you still don't know to get out of bounds instead of picking up an extra three yards when your enemy is the clock. The, the enemy is the scoreboard and the clock. Um, right. And that's one example, but there was like con continual things like that throughout the game that you just scratched your head um, on the positive note, which was, which was a head scratcher. Eric Bieniemy decided to run the ball today uh, 25 times, 
139 yards. That's just the running backs. I didn't include uh, Howell on, on some of his plays. So, you know, we had 139 yards on 25 carries. That's over five yards a carry. Uh, very productive. And, and then even so, okay, we are running the ball very well. And Eric Bieniemy on fourth and one towards the end of the game calls a quarterback scramble for Howell. Just hand it to B-Rob. He has been pounding it all day. Thankfully, uh, there was a, an offsides by the Giants. They kept us in the game. Uh, but it was like, I don't understand. I, I, I understand some of it, but every time you thought things might be on track, there was a head scratcher coming, whether it was a, a turnover, whether it was a decision of the play calling. Um yeah, I, it, it was just a, a very frustrating game from beginning to end. Um, it was an ugly game as a fan. It was an ugly game. It it certainly was. Um, I would be remiss to say, folks, that um, after our first Giants game, I made I essentially said, you know what, I, I already know where this is going to go, and I decided to try to check my emotions out of it. Um, Today is kids' day. If you haven't noted, we <laughs> we it's hit play. Bad. It, 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 normally, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We hit play, and my man Ken just let it all out. I mean, get it off your chest, homie. I mean, because you should. This is I understand. <laughs> I understand, right? This was this was an awful, awful game for us to lose, and I felt like we should have won the first game. And we, right. we had the upper hand in the first game, and yet right. we only scored seven points, held the Giants to 14, we scored seven, and it was a terrible game. So coming into this game, everything was lining up for a Washington victory. Right. But I know the team that I root for, and I was like, I don't know. We're, I need to see it to believe it. And so your confidence was pretty high, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for this team to come out at home, and pretty much lose the game in the manner in which they lost it. I understand your feelings, your frustration, and how you feel. But I just I just want people to know the second loss to the Giants put you in the same mode or very similar situation as it did me. But I will say this: the word that comes out of this game, if you if you want to say what's one word to describe this game, that word is going to be turnovers. Turnover, turnover. Yeah, I don't know if we lost you, Reggie. Your screen has, I don't mean to be talking over you. I don't know if you can hear me, but your screen has locked up. Um, and I'll continue on. Turnover, turnover. Turn I heard. Okay. You, you, you were first there, so I didn't know if, uh, if I could hear you there, Reggie. Okay. Um, so I'll go, I'll go back and just say what I was saying. I was just commenting on the fact that you mentioned that every time we would go forward, something happened would happen. And here was a situation where Washington had six turnovers, whether it was fumbles. And listen. The Giants were aggressive in their defense, so they created yeah. these opportunities. Uh, the B-Rob getting back in bounds, the Logan Thomas with the ball. The, the Giants was punching the ball out, and they did what they needed to do to give their offense extra possession. Um, but six turnovers. But if I had told you that Washington would sack the opposing quarterback nine times, you'd think, man, we have a lot of chance to be able to win this game. And from a statistical standpoint, we were we were winning the game. I mean, at one point, the Giants had no rushing yards. Right. In the first half, they had no rushing yards. 
And then come out of the second half and it was just become some this Saquon Barkley show. I, I, I don't know what he ultimately finished the game rushing, but the rushes he had in the second half were, were killers. Well, he did, he did I mean, he, he, he got all of his yardage. He got 90% of his yardage on like three carries. Okay. Right. Um, and, and then even on top of that, again, we're, we're talking about turnovers. We're talking about bad plays. Uh, there was a couple very easy catchable balls that were dropped today. There was an extra point that was missed. They, you know, and then when you add all that in with you're, you're having a turnover more than once a quarter. Um, you just got to be looking and going, man, what, what can we do right today? The, the only thing that we did right consistently was run the ball. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, as, as I look at the, you know, we're, we're at four wins. Um, I don't know that we're going to win another game this year, Reggie. I don't want to tank. I want us to keep fighting and, and playing hard. Uh, but when you look at, we still got to play the Cowboys twice. You got to play the Dolphins and you got to play the 49ers. Um, my heart tells me I want to beat the Cowboys twice without a doubt. But realistically, you know, that's four losses. Um, and then your, your easier games is the Rams. Uh, at the Rams, you got to travel all the way across the country for that. And then you got to play the Jets, which has they're struggling off offensively, but they they got a good defense. Um, yes, they do hell of a defense. And so, where is where is one more win? Uh, as it sits right now, that that I'd have to go look to verify, but I I'd be willing to bet that four wins gives you a top five pick. And hey, I'll take a top five pick. Don't get me wrong, but I would have never thought at the beginning of the season we would be in a position to be a top five pick when we have had basically no major injuries at all this season. Um, yes. yes, yes. So, so going, going back to that, um, you know, just, just briefly, we'll mention that F.A. bottle got hurt. Um, he was carted off. He had the, uh, the cast air cast on his, on his leg, on his right leg, he was carted off. I hope that all of that was just for precautions, and I hope that his injury is not as bad as it looked from a standpoint, because they didn't show us the replay, and so we didn't get to see it. Uh, we just saw him on the cart and the, uh, with, with the air cast. So I hope, again, that was just for stability and, and precautions. Right. Um, but you mentioned when we were watching the game is that all of a sudden we get a major injury at a position that we're now suddenly thin at because we traded away Montez and, and, and Chase. Right. Um, then, of course, during the game, Forbes get injured, but he returns. Percy Butler get injured. He returns. I was very grateful and thankful for that. But the Giants scored 31 points today, right? That was tied for their second highest score this season. The only other time they scored 31 points was I think week two against the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Right. Prior to that, they had not gotten anywhere near that. So they we allowed them to put up with their third string quarterback. We allowed them to put up their their tie for their highest point total um uh this season. The other thing that I want to mention here that in this game is 
we talked about it while we were watching the game. And I was very I, I noticed it early on. And then as the game went on, I think you guys started to see it as well. It was very clear to me that there was a change in offensive philosophy. Team, I mean, fans, media, everyone has been questioning why the heavy pass offense and the lack of runs. And although it was great to see, for it to have switched in the manner in which it did against the New York Giants, I have to question what changed. What was said this week leading up to this game? For Eric Benemy to change his offense philosophy in the in the manner which he did, not only was it was twenty five runs, Ken. There were times in the game where it was to me an obvious passing down. It was an obvious passing down in which in weeks past he would have passed, but instead he ran the ball. Am I against running the ball? Because I've been screaming for not at all. But I'm just very intrigued as to what changed. What changed? Because, again, there were times in this game where this should have been a pass play, but we ran the ball. So will he pack that game plan the rest of the year? I don't know. Will he pack that up and bring it to Dallas um, uh, for Thursday's game? I don't know. I do like a little bit of the balance, but it's almost like he went to the extreme and didn't pass the ball when he probably should have and he chose to run. And he ran the ball when he should have. But – it was just a it was just an interesting observation on my part that I thought I saw early on in the game. And I'm like, something something's different here, man. And I don't know who's gotten in the ear. I don't know if it was just watching tape and he thought that was the best way to to stifle the, the Giants defense. I don't know, but it was an obvious. And I hope that the beat reporters and the people that get to talk to these guys ask them the questions. Um, it's going to be a short week, so they may not address it very much because they're going to be on to Dallas type of situation, but, uh, but I'm very curious as to what, what took place there. Yeah. As I'm, as you're talking there, um, I agree everything, what you're saying about the strategy. Um, but as I'm looking here, I'm looking at a, a few of the stats. Uh, one that just kind of stood out a little bit was first downs, right? We'd be moving right. the ball. Some, we might be s- struggling, but then we'd have a turnover. So it, it was a, drive stopper obviously um washington had 28 first downs new york scored 31 points and you gotta think of a drive right a a, a eight or ten play drive you might pick up three or four first downs five first downs before you get a touchdown the entire game they had 13 first downs on all their drives 13 and they but you know and they scored it's not surprising ken that's not surprising when we had turnovers and gave them short field position. There were a lot of times we gave them short field position. But, it, I mean, it, it just shows you how because of the turnovers and the way the game played out, how obscure – I mean, you almost just throw out the numbers, right, other than the big numbers of of uh, turnovers and, and, and the score. Um but it, this is a game where you, where you where you throw numbers back and forth, bouncing them off the wall, and it looks like a like like a lotto machine because they just don't make sense when you see the score versus the stats. Well, here's the thing, uh, you know, if you if you walked into you had just been dropped on this earth from somewhere, and you walk in and you start watching the, the Giants um, Commanders game today, and you know nothing about either team, you know nothing about their records. 
the way that game was going, you would you would swear that the Giants was the better team. Right. And here it turns out that well, the way they was creating their turnovers, the way they was dominant. I mean, absolutely. There was nothing that told me that Washington should have been been the favorite to win that game. They were outplaying us. They were creating the turnovers. They was getting the big play. Wide receivers open down the field, wide open. Then uh, Tommy DeVito sitting here standing in the pocket. Seemed like he got 10 seconds to go through his progressions to read. And, and, and it, was just, it was just a different, different way that they were playing compared to the way we were playing. But I will say this. The Giants now are three and eight. <laughs> Two of their wins came against Washington. Correct. They've only beat one of the team. That was Arizona. Right. So they beat Arizona and, and Washington twice. That's, that's their record this year. Those are their wins. But yet, for some reason, I don't know what it is, man. The way we play Philadelphia is the way the Giants play and beat, beat Washington. It, it, is, it is the craziest thing. But we're two, two games away from being swept in the division once again. Yeah. And this is, this, is, this is unbelievable. I don't even know what to say, man, but this is unbelievable. Well, I mean, I, and, and I kind of disagree. You, you talked about dropping, you know, just not knowing anything about the game and watching the game. I mean, if you outside of the uh, turnovers and turnovers are huge. I'm not downplaying turnovers. If it's just one turnover, um, you know, it's not, it might not be that big of a deal. But when you have six, it's, it's extremely hard, uh, near impossible to overcome six turnovers. But I mean, Washington scored. I'm sorry. Total yards was over 100 yards more than they had time of possession we had the ball an additional 10 minutes than they did uh number of plays uh i think we had uh, what was it uh total plays was our 77 to their 54 right so we hey, had let me this though. Many plays now, let me ask you this go ahead before you looked up those numbers did you realize that you believe we had more time possession more plays and more yardage because here's the thing we gave them a lot of short fields so they didn't need to get a lot of yards okay and if you watch the game they seem to drop back when they weren't getting sacked and Tommy DeVito was able to throw to all of their receivers we seem to struggle moving the ball we seem to struggle to get points right so although we had more yards more time possession the game looked like it flowed a lot easier for New York than it did for us so again if, if I'm coming in for the first time I'm thinking those guys dressed in black, they're not as good as those guys over there. That's that's the way I would have saw it because again, it looked a lot easier for New York. And and to your point, I know when you look at the statistics, it looks different. It doesn't tell the story because again, Absolutely. short fields, you don't need to go long drives. We did a lot of long drives and it was hard trying to get points right today. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. No, I, I agree. They they Part part of it is because they did have short fields. I I, I did I agree with that part. Um, I I'd have to go back and look, but I don't know that they had an actual long drive. Right, their all their drives for points might have been who knows 50, 50 yards or less. Um, but I don't think they no more than one time did they start at the at their own twenty yard line as an example and go down and score. Uh, Washington consistently probably, probably not. and. and and what, one of the things that kind of surprised me was that all that pressure that they were putting on um, DeVito that, to his credit, he didn't turn the ball over. 
Um, I mean, there really wasn't even one where we were like, oh, man, we should have we should have caught that one. Right. Uh, yeah. he, he, he threw the ball away or he completed the pass or he got sacked. Um, and it, it worked right uh, because of all our mistakes. It worked for them. Um, Absolutely. At, at the end of the day, it was it was an ugly game. I if I if I'm a Giants fan, I'm I'm happy that I that we won. But they got to say, man, <laughs> that was an ugly win. But you take any win you can get, um, especially in today's NFL. But you know, as of right now, there's there, there's there's no way we don't have a top ten pick. Um, and if we lose to the Cowboys, there may be some. There may be a little bit less patience. Uh, I, I I know I'm not the only one that's going to be saying that. Um, less patience from who? Uh, from ownership. Um, so. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm not a big fan of making major offensive <clears throat> coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach changes during the season. Um, but. I, I, I don't know. There, there, there are most teams that make changes don't necessarily get better, but it sends the message that this we're, we're not going to be able, we're not putting up with this, right? Well, not, if you were to make the end season change, all it does is allow you to get a head start on on your searches. Um, right. to, to your point, it doesn't mean that the team's going to get better, um, those types of things, but it just gives you a head start on your search. Um, you know, I was talking talking about it a little bit earlier d- during the game, actually. And I said, you know, although the coaching staff will not be here, I'm convinced of it. Correct. I'm also willing to say that they deserve to be be relieved of their duties. But my gut tells me that Josh Harris is not going to make this move during the season. He may he may even, I believe that he even believes that we should do something. But I don't think it's in his nature to make these types of moves in season. So all this, all the only thing that's happening now is if he was wondering what he should do, I'm pretty sure he decided that he knows what he's going to do now. But my gut tells me there would be no in-season firing. Although if he was, if he was to do it, I don't think anyone would be shocked or surprised or even say that it's not necessary. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that, yeah. you know, when it comes to the coaches. Yeah, um, like I said time will tell. There, I, I I don't think anybody, including the coaching staff, believe they'll be back next year. Probably probably not. Probably not. Uh, they 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 know they're not getting, and they may feel like they're doing the best job that they can. Uh, you, know, you can have whatever excuse. You can blame it on the players. You can blame it on the GMs. You can blame it on the coaches. You can blame it on whoever. Uh, but everybody on this team at this point knows that they're not living up to expectations. Um, and, and nobody had the team slotted as a uh, Super Bowl team by any means, but they didn't expect you to win four or five games for the season either. So, well, you know, I guess, I guess Vegas, Vegas knows, man, because I had us as a nine win team and uh, we're not going to touch that. And I think Vegas had us that. Six, six and a half, six and a half, six and in, a half. in terms of wins, and at this point, 
we might not even get to six. So I, I um, think I think there's a lot of Washington fans that probably are going to end up losing money on that bet because I would say at, at six most, and a half, most fans. Uh, yeah, at six and a half, I would say most fans that put a bet, Washington fans that put a bet on that, bet the over. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't have us winning uh, more than seven games, but I'm sorry. I didn't have us winning more than eight. I figured we were a seven or eight win team, uh, and part of that was because of the tough schedule, but our play, uh, our play isn't helping ourselves at all. Uh, I can't blame this on the schedule. <laughs> You know, when you lose to the Giants twice, yeah. when you lose to um, Chicago. Chicago, when you, the, when your wins are squeaking out against bad teams. Um, yeah. It, it. No, this ain't this ain't a schedule issue. Correct. This, this is not a schedule Correct. issue. Correct. Um, so one 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 last thing, one bright spot out of today's game was the emergence of uh, K.J. Henry. Uh, granted, you could say that it, it's, it's the old line he was playing against, but you know, if nothing else, we saw a little bit of bright spot from him uh, as an edge rusher. Um, we even saw some bright spots with David Mayo. I don't think it's going to change who we believe David Mayo is, but he was productive today, and so so we're going to give him his props for for the sacks that he had um, um, today. So, yeah, but yeah, man, I mean, listen, tough, play- tough loss. Yeah, I mean, if you go play to play, there were some some positives. But when I'm breaking it down for the <laughs> game, sorry, uh, yeah, we're breaking it down to for the entire game as entire units. Yeah, it it, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. Um, terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Uh, anything else you got before we wrap this up? No, man. Uh, I guess we got to watch this one and down the drain and uh, move on to Dallas as uh, the. Our beloved team comes to our city, and uh, I will just say this. I'll say this. If we win this game on Thursday, somehow we magically show up like we showed up in Philly and, and pull this upset against Dallas, at this point, it'll make the season worth it for me. So I'll just say that. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have a uh, preview of this game, and – yeah, right now it doesn't look good that Washington is going to uh, come out ahead, especially you know since this is a fresh and and raw loss to the to the Giants. But I will say, if there's if there's a game that Washington has come out and won over the years, this is consistently when they when you thought that they had no hope, it was against it's against uh, the Cowboys. Right. If you go back, we, we we beat the Cowboys with a third string quarterback before when they were a Super Bowl contending team. Uh, you know, we've beat them on the last play of the game with no time left when the game was over. And because of a fluke play, um, you know, Sean Taylor picks up the ball, runs, gets face mask, no time left on the clock. Uh, it's a it's a dead play kicked out for a field goal. Um, you know, we can go on and on. We, you know. Santana Moss, two touchdowns in the, in the final handful of minutes uh, when we had no offense whatsoever. Um, you never know. You never know when never you're playing know. the Cowboys. So uh, we'll be talking Let's about hope. that in the next uh, yeah. day or so. There'll be another podcast dropped uh, about that game because we all feel the same about the Cowboys. Cowboys. So That's it good, is man. what it is. <laughs>
That's all I got, man. Well, very good, very good. Until we, uh, throughout the next podcast, I appreciate it, everybody. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know how you're hurting as well. Peace out, knuckleheads. Peace out,